Hey guys, it's Taylor Marie Wagner, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Get ready for a good time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Welcome to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. And Troy, I think we should be coming out of a tunnel, you know, getting in our pre-game warm-up mode here. Absolutely, yeah. That, uh, <laughs> I know. I don't know, um, you know, how much you followed basketball when you were a kid, but I know for me, um, that intro that the Bulls used with the song by the Alan Parsons, Parsons Project there called Serious. Yeah. Um, that intro that they had before their game and and the, the oh. video board that they had and everything with the bull running through the city of Chicago yeah. and uh, and then to hear their PA announcer who I don't remember the name of right now but when he would introduce Michael Jordan yeah. that was just such an iconic moment it really was it, yeah. yeah it was yes it was um, so yeah, yeah I was good morning. I, I, I was yeah, I was just gonna say I was a, I was a big uh, I was a big Bulls fan, not a big Bulls fan. I was actually a Celtics fan growing up as a kid, believe it or not. Okay, because um, I liked Larry Bird and, and sure. you know what he was doing and and that home field, that home court advantage they had in the old at the day. Garden, the yeah. Boston Garden. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And their, their floor always looked so unique, right? Because it always had that little—it was always a little bit darker to it. Well, they had that um, parquet board uh, flooring or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, it was completely yeah. different. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're gonna uh, record today, and uh, I leave for vacation next week. Yeah, um, that must be so. Nice. Yeah, it'll be nice to get away for a little bit. Family and I are going down to uh, uh, Ocean City, Maryland. Uh huh. Um, so we're going to go down there and, uh, spend a week down there. Um, but we do already have one episode in the can, um, with Nick Knight and that'll be coming up, um, the week of, uh, what is that? June 20 something. Well, what today, today is, um, well, today's the 13th. So, yep. um, yeah, so today's the 13th. What are we doing? Because you said you're leaving next week. I am leaving next week. So, um, we're hoping... We're uh-huh. hoping yeah. to have the Amish Outlaws. Exactly. Um, so we're hoping that, that we can put that one in the can for this coming week, and uh, hopefully we can talk to them this week and then have Nick Knight on the 27th. Yep. Uh, worst, case, worst case scenario, um, we might just have to do a filler episode sometime this week uh, yeah. for next week. Uh, yep. So we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. Yeah. Either um, way, we'll be bringing you some stuff. We will, or or another thing, Howie. I uh, just thought of off the cuff here, real quick, is maybe we can get one of our uh, former guests, one of a, one of our friends, just kind of jump in with us, chat with us for a little sure. bit too. So, yeah, um, you know, whether that be maybe Troy Martin or Andy Worley or you know somebody, you know, uh-huh. most definitely. So, so we can definitely figure something out here for this week. Um, now, um, also next Sunday will be Father's Day, so. Yes. If I don't get a chance to uh, get on the recording next week at all, being you know what my commitments are, and we'll be driving a lot next Sunday, um, you know I just want to wish everybody out there a happy Father's Day, and um, you know it's um, 
you know, one day out of the year, I guess, where uh, you can show appreciation to the dads out there, you know. Yes. Um, it's a lot of hardworking dads out there that, you know, don't want or, you know, care about their recognition. But mm-hmm. um, it's our job to do that for them once in a while, you know. I agree. I mean, it's uh, sometimes they're the unsung heroes, you know. We, we, we talk about all the deadbeat dads out there in the world, but there mm-hmm. are some good ones, you know, that actually yeah. do good for their kids and are there in their lives and uh, they need to be acknowledged too. Yeah, and a lot of times they'll just sit back and, um, you know, they don't, like I said, they don't want the recognition or mm-hmm. they don't want the attention or anything. They just feel like they're doing what they need to do to provide for their family. Yeah. You know? Yep. Very true. So, um, so anyway, I wanted to get that out of the way in case I'm not able to get that in next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, anything else on your mind, Howie? You know what? Uh, I'm just kind of recovering. My my uh, youngest son graduated high school on Thursday, so uh, congrats to to him. Uh, now now it's time to be an adult and see what he can do with his life, and uh, hopefully hopefully it'll be uh, in a more positive direction. Uh, yeah. I will say something. Um, in fact, I haven't put it on Facebook yet, but I did record it uh, last night. Um, I was looking out my backyard, and I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but um, we have a Mennonite school literally within a tenth of a mile from my house, and mm-hmm. uh, and apparently they had a funeral yesterday, mm-hmm. and uh, last night we saw, I, I bet you it was probably about a hundred of those lanterns floating in the sky. Really? Yeah, it was really, oh my gosh, it was really amazing and cool to see. And uh, yeah, we saw, we saw that in a, I don't know, I don't know the whole origin behind it, but uh, Mm -hmm. it was just a really neat view to watch from my backyard. Yeah, I Uh, bet it was. Yeah, Um, yeah, because they were just literally floating right past my backyard, probably, I don't know, maybe 50 to 75 feet up in the air. I didn't realize uh, that was part of their culture. I didn't either until well, I guess somebody you know told me that last night, you know, because yeah, um, well, in fact, it was my neighbor that was saying that. And, yeah, um, I'm like, oh wow, I didn't even know that. So yeah, I never knew that either. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, so uh, that was that was an interesting view to see, and uh, I'm I'm still attending all these different picnics for for people that I know their kids graduating. So I was at two more yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm definitely staying so how, busy. So how does it feel from your viewpoint to, uh, to know your, your last child's done with high school now and ready to, you know, I guess you're ready to have them both leave the uh, house here pretty soon, right? Getting there, getting there. Although my oldest just moved in for the summer, so <laughs> so I actually gained one uh, again yeah. for now. But uh, but I mean, sometime in the near future, it's going to happen. Here, yeah, right? I would say probably by the fall, um, they both won't be here um, if is, everything works is out. Your, is your youngest going to college too? Then yeah, he's actually going. He's uh, supposed to go to college in Orlando, of all places. Oh wow! Yeah. So uh, yeah, so he's going to be uh, definitely far away. And yeah, we haven't even gotten to visit that college because of COVID restrictions. And uh, was he able to? No, not yet. We only oh. did it virtually so, so far. So he's just going on a whim, huh? Possibly. We're gonna try to get down there before the end of summer and uh, and take a visit, and then uh, and when that time comes, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this or have done this, but um, but they have a system where you can literally go by train. You load your car up on the train. With oh wow! All, yeah, with all your belongings. That way, you don't have to drive it. You can go by train and and uh, not have to worry about you know wasting all that gas and mileage. And then that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then when you get to the destination, they unload your car and you just drive wherever you need to drive. That's great. Yeah, it is. So we're gonna look into doing that. Um, that's like a two-day train ride, I guess. Um, so we'll see what happens, and you know. So they stop. They stop somewhere in the middle, and you take a break and go somewhere like at a hotel or something. Or? I guess, um, or no, I think you sleep on the car. Actually, you sleep. Oh, really? In the train, yeah. I think. I'm surprised that's a two-day journey, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't even know what to tell you. I, I This is all new to me, so. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm just curious because you would think like a train you can go nonstop. You're not stopping for lights or traffic or anything like that. You know true, what I mean? Like true. So you would think like yeah, I understand. Maybe you can't go quite as fast <laughs> right. on a, as as cars do on the highway, but it's not stopped. So you would think that yeah. would cut some of that travel time you know, down. I'll, you know, I have to look. Maybe it isn't two days. Maybe it is just yeah, because that does seem a little long, doesn't it? If it's nonstop. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, even if you drive it straight through, I mean, all the way down to Orlando, it's probably, what, 20 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, give or take. I mean, it's, what, 600 miles to, like, southern South Carolina. So you figure 600 miles for every 300 miles, it takes about four hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, probably from there to Florida would be another, yeah, probably about 16 to 20 hours, I would think. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. What about you? What's going on? Just getting well, ready for I mean, vacation, obviously. Getting ready for vacation. Yep. I got. Uh, I'm only working two days this week, so that'll be exciting. Nice. But um, oh man, we couldn't have timed this any worse though, because we our roads in our neighborhood here are all being paved yeah. starting on Monday, right? And so they don't even want us like parking like anywhere near our house. Like so, we gotta like, oh, park, like you gotta load everything yeah. from a distance. Well, I think what's going to happen is I think um, we're leaving on a Sunday, and I'm hoping that they're not going to be working, you know, during the weekend that we'll be able to pull the vehicles down here to load everything up, you know, when they leave. However, it's just going to be a pain this whole week having to park, like, three blocks away or whatever and walk to our car and, you know. So we'll get through it. In the end, I guess we're going to have some nice roads when we get back, so... (laughs) Yeah, that would be the yeah yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> don't yeah. don't bet on it. Yeah, don't for, bet for how long? It. Right until something until yeah. a water main breaks or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? Um, I did want to share with you some information about our uh, high school because I was there for graduation on Thursday. Mm-hmm. But you and I both graduated from the same high school, and uh, um, they are building uh, a turf field there. Get out! Yeah. Yeah, at the stadium, or are Actually, they building another? Where the soccer field, like the the above the track, up the hill from the track, where that soccer. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There, it's gonna Get be out. it's gonna be all turf. Uh, I I don't I would assume that's where the new football field is gonna go, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent sure how they're doing it, but yeah, they're in the process. They have it all dug up and excavated. So what? I wonder what they're going to do with the old stadium then. I would imagine they would probably use it for practice. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? It wouldn't That's be a crazy. bad. It wouldn't be a bad place to maybe put a baseball field too. You, you know, I also heard another. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, good point. I heard another rumor too that um, they're looking at building an intermediate school there too. Oh. Okay. Like across the street from the high school there, like um, across from like where the, the highway. No. Oh, uh, oh, across, where the farmers the field is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. and and you know that was originally planned for the new high school, but they invested money and somebody um, basically scammed them and took all that money. <laughs> Get out. Yeah, yeah, that was years Whoa. ago. Yeah. Good stuff. Is that when they went? Is that when they went the uh, the expanded junior high route then though? instead yep yeah <laughs> oh my yeah somebody didn't spend that money wisely so howie um yes sir i guess that'll lead us into some mystery time what do you say well that's why that music's playing troy <laughs> <laughs> yeah the mystery um, clip that one's kind of uh yeah, I, I don't know. I, I like this mystery clip. Yeah, I, this, is, this will be a good mystery clip this week. Um, you know, first of all, um, it, it's all relevant. It's, you know, it's just not just a random mystery clip. This is, uh, his birthday was yesterday. Uh-huh. And uh, he's announcing his retirement this year as well. Yes. Um, so uh, <laughs> let's get into uh, the clip here and uh, right. see if anybody can guess who it is before we come back and start talking about it. Yeah, sounds like a plan. And it's three on one. Watson gives it up. Here's Gibson. Oh, yes! Campbell foul. Gibson soaring over Dwayne Wade. 
Reggie, would you get off me now, please? For nine. The look away to Levingston. Jordan. Oh, a spectacular move by Michael Jordan. That's 13 consecutive field goals. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, that is the great, uh, one of the greatest uh, basketball commentators ever, you know, oh, to, yeah. uh, to leave up the vocal cords. That's the uh, Marv Albert. And uh, I did not know. I just assumed, like, Albert was probably, like, his middle name or something like that. His name is actually Marvin Philip Offrichtig. Oh, my. <laughs> however, you, however you say that last name, I'm not 100% sure so i wonder uh, why he went with just marv albert <laughs> yeah right oh my god you know i wonder if like his dad's name was albert or something or how he came up with albert or yeah um and um you know his son kenny albert is also a broadcaster which i did not know until we started talking mm-hmm. about him today um i'm just kind of surprised at this point you know he made his name famous with that like i'm just surprised he actually didn't legally just change his name to albert honestly yeah, I, that, um, I don't understand that either. But, I mean, I guess it's probably a respect for ha- family, maybe. Yeah, sure. So, um, so yeah, Marv Albert um, turning 80 years old yesterday. Uh, you know, what a milestone. And to think he's been broadcasting, what, um, I'm guessing here since 1963. He worked really? his first Knicks game as a broadcaster. On January 27th, 1963, on WCBS Radio. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, 63, uh, you know, do the quick math there, Howie. Um, <laughs> well, that's, uh, what is that? I mean, that's uh, 58 years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 58 years. So, 58 years this guy's been commentating basketball games. That, that's incredible. That is. Um, you know, a Syracuse Orangeman. Um I don't know what it is with the uh, sports broadcasters and stuff that all come from Syracuse. Um, <laughs> Did we mention how um, old he was or is today? Yeah, yeah, 80, 80, 80 years, years old yesterday. Old. Yeah, yesterday yeah. was his birthday. Uh, yep. As as we record today, uh, so June twelfth, nineteen forty one. Wow. And yeah, and like I said earlier, before the mystery clip here, he is announcing his retirement at the end of the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Hmm. Um. So, yeah, 58 years in the broadcasting field for him. Yeah. And uh, there was a little bit of controversy there in the uh, <laughs> mid part of his career, I guess you could say. Yeah, uh, he had a little extracurricular fun in his work, I guess, in his head. <laughs> uh, he he um, definitely enjoyed uh, dressing up in women's lingerie. Yeah, uh, um, he's been accused of things uh, in in the past as well. I don't think he's ever been officially convicted of anything, to my knowledge. Well, he did. Um, he did uh, plead guilty to um, what was it? I think it was assault, yeah, misdemeanor oh, assault, yeah, battery, yeah. because uh, he, he enjoyed uh, nibbling on his victims in the bedroom <laughs> per se. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's a little harm? What's what's the harm in a little biting, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess I don't know, but um, <laughs> but either way, I mean, he he came out on the other end of that, and um, you know, I you know, there, there's really nothing to say that any of these charges um were I don't know what the word I'm looking for here is, but um, nothing has shown that he you know that he pled guilty to yeah, anything. I was say, with, nothing's been in, founded. In the, Right. Um, so, like I said, he did plead guilty to the uh, the assault charges, but none of the sodomy stuff that was all dropped. Exactly. Um, but um, yeah, he, you know, other than that little short stint there in the the mid nineties, there, um, what a career! You know, NBC broadcaster. I think he's on TNT now, um, and I think you know that's where he's going to end up. You know, ending his career now. Yep. But now some just legend, him legendary too. calls and that. Oh and yeah, that, and that yes, you know that was uh, <laughs> that was just uh, legendary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just such a short little thing to say, but the way he said it with his inflection and stuff like that, it just you know became so popular. Yeah, he had that voice where he enunciated a lot of these words where you're like, oh yeah, that's Marv Albert. 
Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so. and think about all like the history of the NBA about how much of that history that Marv Albert actually has been a part of. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So I would imagine um, too, and I don't know how the Hall of Fame works for sportscasters. Uh, he's in. Oh, he is in. Okay, I didn't know if they had to wait until they retired or or what. Yeah, no. He it's it says honored for his work as a member of the Basketball Hall of Fame. Okay, he is commonly referred to as the voice of basketball. As well, he should be in there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know exactly when he went in. Um. Mm-hmm. I can see if that pops up here real quick, and if he doesn't, no big deal. Yeah. Uh, here's an interest. Here's an interesting thing. What's that? Uh, I didn't know this. He actually called football games for a few years, too. Oh, really? Um, yeah, June 6, 2011, it was announced Albert was joining CBS Sports to call play-by-play for the NFL and CBS. Hmm. He was usually teamed with Rich Gannon on broadcast on May 29, 2014. Albert stepped down from calling the NFL and CBS to focus more on his basketball duties for TNT and CBS. Okay. So, yeah, I did not know that. Hmm. Um, so he's the Dave Eisenhower of uh, professional sports. <laughs> do it all yeah um so national sportscasters and sports association hall of fame sports writers association hall of fame inducted in 2014 uh, i don't see where he is listed in the basketball hall of fame but mm-hmm. it, apparently he's in there somewhere um, okay but yeah i mean any type of basketball or sports casting hall of fame or something this guy's going to be in you know oh, what i mean oh, so yeah yeah so, um yeah so. you had mentioned kenny albert kenny albert's actually a really good announcer as well if you ever got to yeah i i'm trying to remember him and and i i know the face but i can't really put a picture to or i can't put a sound to his uh picture mm-hmm. and i don't really remember anything that he called particularly either so yeah um so but um, yeah, we had some other pretty big uh, birthdays as well. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you there, Troy, but I thought it was. That's okay. You know, I can always be interrupted for the Beatles. That's fine. That's right. <laughs> so, other famous birthdays today include. Funny Steve O and how this guy's oh not dead. Oh my gosh! I don't know. <laughs> and, he, and you said he was born in what? 1974. 1974. So yeah. So 47, uh, 47 years old. Yep, 47 years old today. And you know, for all the stunts, drugs, and alcohol, and everything that this guy went through, it's amazing this guy's still standing. And if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw there's another jackass in the works. Um. Yeah, you know what? I did see something about that as well, but I don't know the details. I know there's some controversy in who's allowed in and who's not. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, there's somebody, and I don't know who, who's a little bit uh, disgruntled and making it clear. I believe uh, he's not going to be a part of it, Uh, but I wish I could remember who it was. Uh, but yeah, Steve O, 47 years old. I'm 47, and I'm thinking, man, if I did these stunts today, uh, I don't know how I would recover. Uh, and uh, and he apparently is uh, able to do it somehow, some way. Yeah, so, Jackass 4 is set to be released in 2021 here, so oh, wow. real soon. You should probably should be hearing something about that pretty soon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to think, okay, now I, I don't know when um, he cleaned himself up here, but he did clean himself up. Um, let me see here. I, I'm seeing if I can find anything on it real quick, but I'm I'm not as I'm I'm scraping through here. But anyway, um, all this stuff that he did with these jackasses thing. I mean, let's let's face it; they were drunk, they were high, they were <laughs> something. You know? Yeah. Like uh, now, to think they're going to be filming Jackass Four, you know, and he's not going to be drunk or high. <laughs> yeah. Right. And and how are they going to top what they've already done without yeah. killing themselves? Yeah, yeah you know, know. that's like the uh, ultimate finale. Somehow they crash and burn and die. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's how he wants to go or not. But uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, you know what? Honestly, I I could see I could see them saying that's the way we want to end our lives on on so, film and doing a jackass stunt. 
here's a, here's another interesting thing, and um, I would have never known this. First of all, he was born in Wimbledon, England, London. Oh wow! Um, I did not know that, and yeah. you'll never guess where he got his education. His education, college wise. Yes. Uh, don't tell me Ivy League. No. Okay. Um, Penn State. No. No. Where at? Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey <laughs> Clown College. <laughs> now I'm not surprised. Now I'm not surprised. Oh my gosh. You know what? I would love to interview somebody who attended that college because I want to know what right? goes on, right? Okay, so listen to this. I just pulled up the Franklin Brothers and ba- uh, Bailey uh, College Wikipedia page. So Penn Gillette is a 1974 graduate. Oh, my. Steve-O. Um, I saw another name here that you would know, and I can't remember. Uh, is it Bill Irwin? Is that who is he? Bill Irwin. Um, uh, why do I know that name? I don't know. Um, I know I've heard that see. name too. Let me see. Um, Bill Irwin is an American actor, clown, comedian. He began as a vaudevillian style stage performer. Um, he has made a number of appearances on film and television. He won a Tony Award for his role in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf on Broadway. He's also known as Mr. Noodle in the Sesame Street segment Elmo's World. Okay. Um, regularly appeared as therapist on Law and Order SVU, and had occur has a reoccurring role as the Dick and Jane Killer on CSI. Oh wow! So I don't know how I heard his name before, but I have heard his name. Um, but it just it stuck out to me here when I saw that. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know a lot of these other people on here. Uh, I'm sure some people do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Bill Irwin is also listed as an instructor at that college. Oh jeez. <laughs> Why not? Why not? This is just great. I mean, I, I never would have, never even would have known that there was a college for uh, Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clowns. Yeah, uh, right. that's that's insane. But <laughs> I mean, how better else learn how to do stunts and stuff like that? You know, like Steve-O did. Yeah, uh, that, that being a clown. You know, honestly. Yeah. Well, you know what? Um, there, there's uh, there's something for everybody, and why not have a, an educational forum for that as as well? I mean, you know, they have they do have clown colleges. I don't think Ringling Brothers is the only one that's a clown college out there. I think there's more. I'm sure. I'm sure there yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, not. Wow, I didn't know. I didn't want to, you know, mean to go this far down the road on uh, Steve-O here, but I, you know, as things came up there, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that is that is uh, very interesting. One <laughs> other uh, another birthday that I wanted to mention today is Rivers Cuomo, who was born June thirteenth, nineteen seventy. So that makes him fifty-one years old today. And when I said that name, you didn't quite know who it was. Right no, away. I didn't right away. And then you're like, well, I I still wouldn't have known. Like if you asked me who the lead singer of Weezer is mm-hmm. I would be like I you know what I have no idea do I know Weezer of course I do but right, uh, right. but do I know who that <laughs> what the name is no I would have just said Weezer if I, if I had to right. guess but yeah it's it's really You thought his name was Weezer. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um so what what what's your memories of uh, of the band Weezer? When do you first remember hearing about them or finding out about them? Uh well definitely the Buddy Holly song is, okay. is what I remember the most uh, from that. The, the video. Yeah, the video. Yeah. yeah, the video was iconic for sure because it was like a Happy Days theme. Yep. Um, yeah. My first memory of them is actually a song called Undone, the sweater oh. song. Oh. Do you remember that song? I do. About, uh, okay, that's my first memory of them. And, um, you know, they went on to um, that, that first album. As considered to be, I think they call it the Blue Album, uh-huh. um, and that had that had the Undone song on it. It had uh, Buddy Holly, yeah, and it had Say It Ain't So, which were all three major hits for them. Um, and I think Rivers Cuomo kind of honestly um, gets overlooked to write a lot as a songwriter. He's very simple tunes, but very catchy tunes, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, in fact, I have uh, so, I pulled up the Weezer one with the Happy Days theme here. Oh, the Buddy Holly. Okay, yeah, kids. Arnold's is proud to present Kenosha, Wisconsin's own Weezer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I forgot about this video. This is an awesome video. It really is. They yeah. did a great job. They really did a good job with this. I mean, cutting themselves into Arnold's diner. Absolutely. Yeah, so Rivers Cuomo, 51 years old, and yeah. uh, I just thought it was worth mentioning. I, th- I think they're, um, I think they're an overlooked band. I think you know yeah. they've been around for quite a while, and they've you know, and they've kind of adapted to you know how the how the music genres has gone because yeah. when they came out, you know, they were kind of seemed a little edgy at first, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, but they they've they've toned it out and they've they've made their you know music you know basically still hearing songs on the radio to this day by then yeah and yeah um, I mean, how could they be edgy when you know mr and mrs cunningham are enjoying it <laughs> you know <laughs> oh, that's good hey one other birthday we wanted to bring up today yeah and um what 35 years old is that how old they are yeah that just makes me feel so old now i know and it is the, the uh the very famous Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. And yeah. I mean, 35 years old playing Michelle Tanner on Full House here. And, um, you know, I found out a little bit about how this works a little bit because I would listen, I listened to another podcast called Zach for the Future. And it's about, um, uh, it's Mark Paul Gosler. Oh, and he's talking yeah. about the Save, the Save by the Bell episodes. Uh-huh. And there were so many. Um, depending on your age in Hollywood, that's how many hours you're allowed to work on set. So that's why oh, a yeah. lot of times, that's why a lot of times babies or infants or that type of thing, they try to find twins yes. because they can double the amount of time they use them on screen then. Yep. So that was why, you know, Mary Kate and Ashley were in as one as one person they played they both played Michelle Tanner just different scenes or whatever uh-huh. uh, because they could get more out of them that way yeah you got it dude <laughs> <laughs> that was probably their one line that made them famous right yeah it was yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean these little girls on this show they were so adorable and uh-huh. um, doesn't it just lead you to think where are they now <laughs> <laughs> What was that again, Troy? That's <laughs> our new segment called Where Are They Now? Right? That's right. And, That's um, right. So where are the Olsen twins now, Howie? Oh, uh, well, I mean, uh, they're still around and about, but you know what? They are not on film anymore. Uh, in fact, um, when the uh, Netflix uh, version of Full House came out, uh, they turned it down. They didn't want to be a part of it. And, uh, and if you watch any of those episodes of Netflix uh, Full House, or Fuller House, mm-hmm. I guess it's called. Uh, Correct. They, they make those little inside stabs at the Olsen twins about not being on on uh, show with them. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but uh, but they, yeah, they're currently living in New York City. In fact, uh, they both live on the Upper East Side in a, you know, in, a, in an obviously nice part of town <laughs> for them, absolutely, because they have a little bit of and, money to spend. Uh, and yeah, that, I mean, that's I, I think what you know, like you said, they're they're not on camera much at all anymore. No, um, they like to stay behind the scenes. They're they're not really on social media at all, and uh, they're they're really just into the fashion industry at this point. Yeah. Um, they they have a few different brands out here that we found. Uh, I guess they're 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 one brand that's like their top of the line stuff is called the Row. Yeah, um, and then they have another brand that's called a lifestyle brand that's called Elizabeth and James, mm-hmm. and then they have a more affordable line, which is probably at your you know regular type convenience stores or uh, department stores and such. Yeah, and uh, one's called Olson Boy, and one's called Style Mint. Okay. Um, huh. So yeah. In fact, in uh, 2020, their label, The Row, was nominated for a few awards. So you know they're yeah. they're producing you know some some good stuff apparently so uh, you know and and you and i were talking before we started recording here today and can, can you really blame them i mean 
these girls started acting as babies, right? Whatever they were. Yeah. And, you know, all the way up through the Full House series. And then they even did a few movies on their own um, in their in their early teens and stuff like that. Uh, like, I remember there was, like, Mary-Kate Nashley, blah, 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 whatever, go to New York. Or Mary-Kate yeah. Nashley, go to Paris. Or, you know, whatever it was, you know. I don't remember the movies off the top of my head, but I remember there was those series of movies. Mm-hmm. And, they made, and they made quite a career for themselves. And if they don't want to be on TV and camera anymore, like if, if they have their money saved up and they have a business started and they're yeah. doing well, like, can you blame them for wanting to have a personal life? I mean, yeah, honestly. exactly. And uh, here's something interesting that I just found too. Um, both Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen are still completely off of all social media platforms. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're not on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, or any social media it's yeah, it's just amazing, you know, and they and it says here they prefer not to use social media because keeping up with them in that manner would be, um, you know, obviously it would be great for the fans, but they choose to keep things very private, you know, and yeah, hey, you know what? I commend them. I know people get mad Absolutely. at them for not appearing here and not appearing there, but who cares? Yeah, it's you their know, life. That's what know? they want. Yeah. Yep. So that's so, really cool. You know, they- yeah, they did well for themselves. They saved their money. They're not one of these. Um, I mean, they're, don't get me wrong. Uh, I think they're in the early two thousands. There, there were some times where they were going through some rough ships, and yeah, uh, you know, I think there was a little bit of drug issue going on, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I think they even had a falling out at some point. Yeah, they. Um, I mean, growing pains. You know, they had sure. some growing pains growing up. So, but um, it seems that they're doing well now from everything mm-hmm. we see, and uh, kudos to them. They're not one of them. Um, horrible child star stories that you hear about too often you know <laughs> yeah did you hear the latest uh like with ricky schroeder you remember ricky schroeder no. yeah um, yeah the star on silver spoons back in the 80s yep. um apparently he was in um oh i think it was a costco and he he went i in, did see this. yeah and he wanted to go into the store not wearing his mask you know because of covid stuff and yep. you know this is Right after they started um, uh, lessening the restrictions and such, right, and uh, and the store manager, you know, Costco is still pretty strict with it. They're not letting people come in unless they have a mask on, and it's their right. right. It's their business, whatever. You know, I don't have to right. agree with it, which I don't. But uh, but uh, Ricky Schroeder attempted to go in. They wouldn't let him in, and he made a huge stink about it. Um, yeah, and it obviously, you know, it. Someone was videotaping it as everybody does. Well, I think I think he was. Oh, that's right. You're right. He was videotaping yeah. it. Now that I think about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and he wanted to make a big ordeal about it. And uh, you know, kudos to the uh, store manager. He held to his guns and said, "Nope, sorry. This is our, yeah. you know, this is what we do. This is our rule. This and, our policy." Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so people like that, you know, growing up the Danny Bonaducci's of the world, yeah, you know, uh, and, and, and think of all the ones that didn't make it, you know, oh. like, I, you know, I can't, you know, there's so many, like, uh, what's, what's the kid that played, um, what's the, what's the other kid from Silver Spoons that died? The, um, oh, or not, not Silver Spoons, different strokes, different strokes. Um, no, uh, Arnold. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I yeah. can't remember. What you talking yeah. about, Willis? Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of his name, but yeah, he's uh, yeah, he well, he had issues with his parents. His parents yeah. were like very overbearing and and took a lot of his money. And you know what? That's another thing to bring up about the Olsen twins. They must have had some pretty good parents that, you know, that that handled the finances properly. Yeah, you know, for them to be able to be in the situation that they are in today. Absolutely. I mean, um, so here we go. So that was uh, Gary Coleman. Gary, Gary Coleman, Coleman, yes, yes. And let's not forget, uh, Dana Plato was also on that show. Yeah, and Todd Bridges. And, <laughs> and Todd, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they, that was a whole family of issues there. Yeah, Dana Plato um, ended up dying uh, from, what, a drug overdose? Yeah, it's a, it says multiple drug intoxication. And she was involved in, like, uh, pornographic movies, if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. um oh yeah i mean yeah the list goes on i mean even we we talked about weezer earlier with happy days 
you know, uh, Aaron Moran, who played Joni on Happy Days, she recently died yep. of a, a drug overdose. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, child star actors that don't grow up so well. And and the ones that do grow up so well, we tend to like mock and make fun of them. I think yeah. of like a, I think of like a Kirk Cameron from Growing Pains, for example. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we tend to like put him down because of his religious beliefs. It's like, why do we do that? You know, yeah. why this guy is just trying to live his life, and he believes what he believes, and we tend to put folks down that are successful in a positive way. Yeah, and he's doing well for himself. Yeah. So yeah, you know, yeah, and then Kirk Cameron, mm-hmm. obviously, his sister was the older sister uh, on Full House, right? Cameron's yeah, and, and and she's doing well too. And, and I think um, you know she she stars in that Fuller House show, um, mm-hmm. and I also think she has some sort of producing rights to that show too. I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I mean. Um, I see her on social media every once in a while, and she's doing well. Um, she married, yeah. uh, was it uh, Pavel Berry? Uh, that I don't know. That I don't know. I, I think it was a hockey player for sure. Yeah, and his last yeah. name, there was two, two of them. There's Valerie Burry and Pavel Burry, and I don't remember which one she married. Mm-hmm. Um, they were brothers. Okay. Uh, but she married one of those two, and, and she's doing well for herself. And, yeah. you know, let's, let's try to... I don't know. It, it, it would be nice to hear more about the, the good stories than all the horrors all the time. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but, uh, you know, we can go back to what our second episode we ever did with Troy Martin. And, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not what sells, man. You know? <laughs> oh, that is so true. That is so true. It's all, yeah, it, it's all about, uh, well, it's pushing the product. So absolutely. I don't know. I don't so, know. Yeah. Before we wrap things up here today, Howie, um, yeah. I, I, you know, as we're looking for things we're going to chat about today, we came across something that was pretty interesting, mm-hmm. and I think we should—I think it deserves being brought up. Sure. Um, so, in 1975, yes, Peter, Peter Frampton played the first of his two nights at the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco, California, which recordings were taken from this and then led to Frampton Comes Alive. Mm-hmm. Which was voted album of the year in 1976 in the Reader Stone, uh, Rolling Stone Readers Poll. Yeah, and it stayed on the charts for 97 weeks. <laughs> oh my! Gosh. Okay, so that's one thing. And what, okay. what song was that? Well, that was the album oh, Frampton yeah. Comes Alive. Yeah. So that was like Feel Like We Do, and uh, what? Well, I can't remember all the songs, but that album was uh, iconic. And maybe you could pull it up and you could tell us some other singles off of it. Yeah, that's what. Um, I mean. Yeah. Uh, huh. But I think it was a double album, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, huh. I, I do you feel like we do on there? Um, what else is on there, Howie? Uh, I'm trying to see here. Show me the way. Show me the way. There you yeah. go. Yep, that's another big one. Yep. Was was baby? I love your yeah, way. Yeah, baby. I love your way. Yeah. That's 1976. Yeah. Actually, comes alive. Yep. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, just, geez. Yeah, you forget about some of these songs that these guys played, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so that was that. And then, okay, so that's one thing. Okay, so then let's fast forward here 13 years later. Uh huh. Paul Abdul releases her debut album, Forever Your Girl, with yeah. number one hits Straight Up, Cold Hearted Snake. I think it was just called Cold Hearted, it was, but that was um, yeah. Opposites Opposites Attract was on there. Oh, remember um, who played in that Opposites Attract? Is that Eddie Murphy? No, but it was somebody who's associated with Eddie Murphy all the time. Um, it was uh, Arsenio Hall. Yes, yes. In fact, I think yes. he dated Arsenio Hall back in the day. Oh, really? Um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Let's see. This little blurb says this album became one of the most successful debut albums at the time, oh, selling I love seven this. million copies. Selling seven million copies in the United States and setting a record for the most number one singles from a debut album. Yeah. Yeah, here's the beginning so, of uh, Opposites of Track. Yeah. So, um. Now, do you remember this video? I do. I remember the, the cartoon the cool cat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And um, what? Do you know what uh, Paula Abdul was famous for before she started her singing career? Oh yeah, she was a Laker girl. She was a Laker girl, and she also did what? Um, she choreographed the dancing. Somebody, for, somebody for famous. Michael Jackson? Or no? no, Janet. Oh, Janet Jackson. Yes. Yes, she taught Janet Jackson how to dance. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And the girl, um, you know what? She still does choreographing, by the way. To yeah. this day, if we want to do a Where Are They Now? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, that's, that's, it's not uh, time for Where Are They Now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but okay. yeah. yeah. So she, that's cool, right? Okay, so two things in the music world that are huge happen on this day. Okay, no, that's not enough. All right? Of course not. So let's fast forward four years after this. 1992. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus starts his 17-week run at number one on the U.S. album chart with Some Gave All, his yeah. debut album, which featured the unbelievable smash hit, Achy Breaky Heart. <laughs> um, and, you know, people can laugh at that and say what it will, but that song was huge. I mean, yeah, absolutely huge. And, um, the um, you know, obviously he's probably become more famous now as Miley's dad. Um <laughs> I wonder how, but, uh, I, I would imagine he's okay with that. I, I mean, would imagine. Yeah. I would imagine, you know. Um, are you looking for Aiky Breaky Hard? Oh, it's on, yep. yep. Oh, okay. Yep, here it comes. But, uh, I mean, it's such a simple little tune and little fun ditty or whatever, you know, and, uh. Yeah. But. Oh my gosh, back in the day, he had like a huge ponytail going on. Oh, did he? I thought yeah, he had a mullet going it might have been a mullet, but in this video, it's in a ponytail. Okay. That's funny. The song was originally recorded as Don't Tell My Heart instead of Make You Break Your Heart. Okay. So. wonder who um, changed it to that. I don't know. But, um... <laughs> oh, my. All right, so three iconic albums, right? Within, you know, all in the same week, right? Where they yeah. just blow up, right? Okay. No, that's not enough. No, of course three not. Years, three years later, 1995, uh, a young lady from Canada oh, decides yeah. she's going to change from pop to a grunge look. And uh, Jagged Little Pill is released by Alanis Morissette. This is her... Um, well, I don't. It's not her debut album, but it's her de- debut album in this genre. Yep. And uh, that album went on to sell over thirty million copies worldwide, and made Marset the first female Canadian to score a U.S. number one album. Wow. Jagged Little Pill, featuring the massive hits "You Want to Know," "Hand in My Pocket," "Ironic," and "You Learn." Yeah. What's your favorite Alanis Morissette song? Here's wow. mine. Tough call. You ought to, I mean, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Uh, I honestly think I'd probably go with... My favorite one is probably You Learn, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, ironic was good, but I, I mean... And, and maybe, you know, time has passed and I'd be okay now again, but mm-hmm. it got... It got way overplayed. Way yeah, overplayed. Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I want to consider her music dark or not, but it kind of was. You know? Some of it was, yeah. especially during that time. And if I remember correctly, too, not only did this album sell well and have so many hits, but I, I think this had major awards too, like at uh, you know Grammy time. And I, something tells me she won Best Female Artist that year. And, Probably uh, Best New Artist, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, she she took away some awards that, after that album, for sure. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, just unbelievable to think, you know, that all four of these albums, and all different types of genres of music, too. You had, you oh, know, you yeah. From country to rock, old-style rock to this grunge pop. rock. Yep. I mean, on all these albums, all coming out within the same time frame uh-huh. and just all iconic in their own right you know um number one albums that best-selling albums um yep. 
just so uh you know if you're looking to make it an album hey maybe this is good news for nick right <laughs> yeah right yeah you said it <laughs> um uh so true. but uh yeah this was this was definitely the time to put an album out you know during the beginning of summer and, it, and you know what now that i think about it it kind of makes sense right mm-hmm. i mean kids are getting out of school people are planning their vacations they're going places the perfect time to put on a you know a cd or an album or however yeah. you listen to it now a track or vinyl or whatever i mean you worked you know? in this environment in the past you know yeah. did you did you find the crowds were a lot more um full when it came to this time of year when it came to coming in and checking out the music and and such yeah because you get a lot of the kids yeah a lot of the high school kids yeah. yeah so it does make sense to put the albums out now because that's when you're getting the heaviest flow of um, yeah. music buyers yeah which so. unfortunately i don't know that we'll ever see that again though you know because let's face it people weren't going into stores to buy music anymore, i know, you know i know yeah it's sad um so yeah what do you got in the background there that i'm listening to oh um you ought to know Oh, it's still playing there. Yeah, the I was like just that. playing. Yep, I just uh, ended it now. But uh, yeah, it, um, great music. Oh my gosh, all in that same week. And uh, yeah, you know, it can't be a coincidence. There's got to be a method or a marketing reason behind that. You would think so, right? So, I and would if, think there, so. if there isn't, if there isn't, and it truly really was a coincidence, like uh, somebody should have picked up on it sooner. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's for sure. That is for sure. So, so yeah, um, we had quite the full show. That'll conclude this week. We had a our uh, new segment we like to call "Where Are They Now?" You know, <laughs> and uh, you know, just just something fun. And oh, um, yeah. you know, I uh, I'll never I'll, I don't think that'll ever get old for me to say that like that. I but. could tell. I could tell. And uh, <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell you what, folks. Um, you obviously don't know this, but uh, before the show started, I started getting text messages. Like it, it was, I, I, I felt like I was texting a, a crack addict because Troy was like, man, he was so hyped up. He was sending me, oh, look what just came out this week, this week, and this week, and whose birthday, and where are they now segment. And uh, it's like, oh my gosh, Troy, calm down, buddy. I was like, man, I was ready to, I was ready to go over there and see if he needed some assistance or something. <laughs> But uh, but hey, you know what? It's it's nice that. Well, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, you got two more days of work before your vacation starts. So um, yeah, now I get it. You're, yeah. you're you're in that vacation mode already, is what it is. I am. I am. So you know, I pity my customers this week. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's all good. All right, now. my man. So, all right. Well, that will conclude this week, I believe. I think so. And hopefully we will get the opportunity to uh, interview the uh, Amish Outlaws or at least some representative from the Amish Outlaws. And uh, if not, I know we'll get them another time because they are interested and they're willing. So uh, I don't have an issue with uh, whatever happens this week. But either way, you know, you and I will figure something out. Yeah, we'll figure something out to speak for sure. Hopefully, you know, like I said, it'll work out with the outlaws. If not, we'll try to get somebody else lined up. Worst yep. case scenario, it'll be you and I. You know? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So no so, issues either way. We'll make it work. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so with that being said, uh, you know, we'll close it out, and hopefully you guys will have a great rest of the week. And, uh, and Troy, we'll talk again. And, uh, you know, obviously, so I'll wish you a, a happy vacation next time we chat. Sounds good. um, Yeah, until uh, next time, stay tuned, folks. Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.